We're back here at I'm Human Entertainment. We have another artist we're about to interview. We have Regina, and she can go over her life story. We're going to get to know each other a little bit. Everybody here is new to each other, so we're going to get to it. Yes. Hey, guys. Um, So where do I even begin? (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, I'm from Tampa. I was originally born in South Florida, 954 Broward County. Um, (laughs) um, And um, yeah, I moved to Tampa at a young age and I kind of grew up in different um, settings. You know, um, I hopped around from school to school as a kid and um, I got a lot of diversity in my life, you know, just growing up in different backgrounds, you know what I mean? And throughout all of those changes of environment, I've somehow never stopped singing. I've always been involved in chorus and show choir. Um, You know, I've always surrounded my life with music, even, you know, at a very young age, you know what I mean? And it was just repetitious in my mind, just over and over and over again, you know, just listening to the same song or even just, you know, making sound (laughs) and um that's how i learned to kind of escape you know what i mean because in changing environments it was kind of hard keeping friends it was kind of hard you know belonging in like a group of people or whatever so just hopping around it was kind of just like hard to to you know be like everybody else Mm. And as I got older, I realized, you know what, maybe I can't be like everyone else. Maybe I'm meant to do something, you know, greater. And I started just looking into psychology and looking into just like the technical of like relationships and like why people do things that they do and like, who am I? And, you know, just just being curious and explorative. And I've always done that in my music and in my writing and I've just continued to do that. I've just continued to transform. I've, you know, competed in singing competitions and stuff. And it always just ended up with just me needing to be more authentic and just driving myself to just open up to people and let people see the real me, you know? So that's kind of like how it all began was just being inspired by everyday life knowing that things have always changed and always just wanting to know what the next thing life brings and being able to escape from it, but also being able to see it head on, you know? Yeah. So what's your favorite type of music to listen to and make? Oh my gosh. So I like to call myself an eclectic listener. Like every, why do you look like that? I I don't know the hell that word means. (laughs) (laughs) eclectic you know just a lot of variety diverse you know like sometimes i'm listening to you know alternative rock music Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm listening to hip-hop sometimes i'm listening to rap sometimes you know it's a different era like from the 40s it's just i'm always wanting to look for the next thing to stimulate me you know and whether it's nostalgic music or if it's something super new, like a different sound or, Hey, you know, sometimes like I I go into like the deepest archives of YouTube and I don't know how I get there, but I end up listening to a song that's like, okay. Like, like a, a symphony of dolphin yelping or whatever. 
and it, I'm just like, okay, okay, uh, 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 yeah, you uh. know. Uh, but my mind's open to it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's maybe people like that type of stuff. I don't know. I but I can't say no. No. <laughs> but that's kind of like you know my thing. But right now, in the season that I'm in right now, I really am drawn to a lot of like, um, a lot of like songs like Sade. Um, the Fugees, um, mm-hmm. just like listening to a lot of nostalgic '90s music. Um, I really, really like—I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now. But her song has gone viral on TikTok, and it's like affirmations. It's like I will be one of the greatest. That oh. is a real, yeah, yeah, okay. is a promise. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't remember. Who so. It's just the fact that she's different. Like, I just, like, am intrigued and wanting to, like, listen more and, like, how she does things. I really love FKA Twigs. Mm -hmm. Um, Rihanna, obviously. Beyonce, Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera. Those are kind of, like, my staples. Like, that's, like, my meat and potatoes right there. And then (laughs) as I, I, you know, go through different seasons in my life, sometimes I'll... You know, pull out a little ASAP Rocky, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh, look at that. It's Migos. You know, just a little <laughs> little seasoning here and there. But, um, yeah, I'm just a big, giant chameleon playing music. Okay. So how do you use the different genres? How do you use the different genres of music to enhance your own in a way? So do you like incorporate all the ones you listen to and like kind of mix it all together or use different aspects of them when you make your own stuff? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I really, really do take the most moving parts of different uh, instruments, different types of songs. And I do, you know, have that as inspiration to make my own music. Um, I really love string instruments like violin and guitar. So when I'm listening to different types of songs, whether it's hip hop or country or rock, like just hearing how the melody sounds in that song or just hearing how it's arranged and imagining, you know, what could be made of that in a different way. That's definitely another thing that kind of sparks my creativity all the time, which is why I love listening to things that are, you know, out of the box, you know, out of the norm. Missy Elliott, for example, like hers, like as far as creativity and composition, like that's inspiration because she finds different sounds and different ways to express the same thing, you know? And in music, you have 12 notes in a chromatic scale, right? You know, like, well, <laughs> he's I like, I, yeah, yeah no, like, you know, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, you know, like on the piano. <laughs> well, those same notes are all they are is just rearranged in different ways. And there's millions of songs just by those 12 notes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> it's just, isn't it? Like, it's just trippy to think about. Like, the, there's, it's 12 notes. 12 pitches, 12 sounds, and you just rearrange them in different ways and they all make different songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then people who get inspired by other songs, are just it's just a different variation of those songs. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like language, you know? So it's like... It's all just sound. It's all just sound. Yeah, and the emotion behind it 
is really what's the most important part. I feel like without emotion, there is no inspiration. You know what I mean? And that's another thing that I'm like super just like in on, you know, if there's no emotion behind the song, if I can't feel it, then I'm not inspired by it, you know? So yeah. Um, so since you've basically grew up with music, have you had any advice given to you? What would, what would you say your best advice given to you? Never stop writing. Never stop writing. Even if, you know, it's a thought that's incomplete, even if it's a word or a phrase or anything, it can be the most randomest thing, like the most out of this world thing, like what? But just write it down. You know what I mean? If you're writing a song, finish that song to the very end. Even if you don't feel inspired, even if you can't think of anything and you're on a block, just write gibberish, just write it, just dump out everything that's inside of you on paper. And when you leave and you revisit that, you'll realize how many songs you could have made, you could make out of all of those pieces of work. Cause that's what you're putting out is pieces of work that just haven't been put together. You know, it's like a, it's like a, a, a Lego, you know, there's different Lego blocks. And when you put them together, you make this really great structure. But the, the creative, the creative part about it is you don't have to do it any specific type of way. Mm. There's no rules. You know, it's all about emotion and expression. And that's, you know, kind of what I would tell every artist out there is don't ever stop writing. Even if you don't sing, even if you don't rap, whatever you do, don't stop writing because that's the wheel to your to your motion that's the fulcrum you know so you would say that's the advice you carry that same advice to every artist you speak to that oh yeah is your number one that's my number one because the moment you stop writing is the moment your inspiration wheel runs out your mind is a well just flowing with oceans and oceans of of emotion mm -hmm. and you have the gift to put out words and sounds to express those emotions if you keep them all inside and you don't put them out and consistently, you're going to lose all of that information. You're going to lose all of that ocean that could be poured out to fill into somebody else's cup, you mm. know? So that definitely is the number one thing that I would tell other artists. Uh, if you can, if you can change anything about the music industry, what would it be? Transparency. I feel like in a larger sense and in a local sense, if everyone was transparent with each other, mm. it would be a lot easier to come together and create um, a network of art. There's just so many chains that are disconnected. You know what I mean? And um, I mean that like even in the bigger industry, like you you have so many talented artists out there, but they don't get the same amount of attention as other artists because of whatever reason. It's always like a, a mask or like a entry of darkness. You can't really see exactly why you can't do what you can do. Mm. And so sometimes it's really, sometimes, most of the time, it's just the fact that some artists just don't communicate what they want in their in their in their role as an artist and that closes a lot of doors for them and that also keeps them out of the you know out of the light mm 
You know what I mean? And so that's what I mean. Like, if we're all transparent, if we all say what we really want, then we'll all get there. Mm. Uh, kind of tying into that, how do you feel the internet has impacted the music industry? I think it's definitely numbed a lot of, I think it's numbed society as far as what substance is in music. You know, some people, I mean, there's different ways to use music, but most of the time, the, the, the reason why people use music is in order to tap into their emotions. And with internet and stuff like that, it's kind of disconnected people from emotion and art. So now people are listening to music to numb themselves rather than listening to it to feel. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. When she said hey. numb, I was like, I was trying to think. But how she put it that way, yeah. That you know, so I think that there's kind of like, um, you know, this, the internet's like a dummy between mm. two electric, you Cons. know, yeah. Yeah. And and they can't get to each other because there's something kind of filtering it all out. Mm, you know what I mean? Thing. Kind of watering it down. Because I, I feel like some people they just ride trends and then they don't they're not sticking to their true selves. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah, they're not sticking to their true self. And also on top of that, like you can't people they they they're working so hard to to upkeep their their you know their artistry to to keep things going to stay relevant but really what the issue is is that they're not emotionally connected to their music yeah so if they're just kind of putting stuff out there just kind of like you get a card you get a song you get a song you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's just kind of like a wheel that's just kind of like a like manufactured you know it's it's, it's like kind of similar to like a restaurant you know you go to a mom and pop restaurant you can taste the authenticity you can taste like every ingredient you can tell that they took their time to make it but if you go to like a commercial mcdonald's or whatever you can taste the fact that it was done on a conveyor yeah. belt like you can tell that like it wasn't made with you know what i mean yeah. so it's same thing with an artist or with any business or any company the product that you put out if you're just putting it out just for you know a tangible you know return and you're not putting emotion behind it then it's not inspiring anymore it's just doesn't hold as much weight it's it's might as well just blah, 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 blah. you might as well just do that <laughs> because what are what's the purpose okay. you know so have you ever wanted to be in the music group and ever you ever thought about it I have, and I actually was just for a brief moment. Mm -hmm. I didn't stay for long. I'm not gonna lie. Um, really, I'm 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 gonna be transparent. I'm probably like really selfish about my art sometimes, and when I feel like people are not like on the same level yeah. as me creatively, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'll just work by myself mm -hmm. <laughs> because I know what I want. You know what I mean? But also. Um, you know, it was really fun being a part of a collective. It was, I think about three of us. Um, they were awesome. Don't get me wrong. It was, they were great. They were awesome. We're still friends now. It was just more of like wanting to do this solo. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
Yeah, I mean, I guess girl groups are great or whatever. <laughs> um, so you've been performing lately. Uh, I saw on Instagram you had the Red Star Live. Um, yeah. How was that experience for you? Oh my gosh, it was it was it was quite an experience. Um, due to the weather, I didn't really get to perform exactly at the time that I was supposed to. Mm. I performed later on in the evening, but I'm glad I did because more people came and I was able to you know meet new people and things like that. Um, because of that show, um, you know I'm getting good connects with people in Chicago to be mm. able to go and perform mm. there for yeah. gigs and stuff like that. So that was pretty exciting. But Red Live is, you know, an overall really great uh, place. Shout out to them. Thanks very much for having oh, me. What's the setting for it? Um, so like, it's kind of like, hmm, it's like having your own private lake house and mm. there just happens to be a bar inside. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> when i say that's a good description huh you know what i mean like it's kind of like back in like the back road somewhere like yeah. it's kind of quaint you know and you can kind of go there and like chill but it's yeah it's nice it's nice i like it you know they were nice they mm -hmm. were cool uh you learn you're gonna take any advice from that or like anything you learn from that and then do it from any other live performances so one thing I definitely could have improved on from that previous show that I'll definitely do in the mo in the shows upcoming is bringing more equipment. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I want everybody in the whole entire place to hear me mm. and not just people outside. You know what I mean? But I think overall, as far as music-wise, vocally, like performance-wise... I would definitely say, um, you know, just being um, more open and free. Um, that's one thing that I'm personally working on is just being more transparent, open with people because I'm like shy and just like, no, I don't, I don't want you to know how I feel. But I'm working on that. So that way, you know, the crowd can kind of like feel what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was your favorite song to perform and why? Whitney Houston I sang I Will Always Love You mm. and everyone was like their eyes were like the size of the moon and it just kind of made me feel really nice inside That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's one of my greatest influences as an artist um I when I was younger my mom she used to make me study her damn I used to listen to her songs over Damn. and over and over and over again. And then she'd make me perform them to her. And if I missed a note or didn't get it exactly the Damn. way that she got it, she'd make me start all over again. And props to my mom. Thanks, mom. Because of her, I've developed such a perfectionistic mind mm. that I can pay attention to little things like that and improve myself when I'm performing and stuff like that. So... Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of music, Euro music, what's next for you right now? So right now I'm in the process of releasing some singles for the next couple of months. And I know you guys are going to love it. I know a lot of people are going to love it because my, my, my fam, my group, my circle, they all have heard it. And they're like, dude, this is it. This is it. Um, but Scarlet and High, it's going to be releasing July 22nd. Mm -hmm. And um, 
It's basically a song about just letting go, being free, being rebellious for once, and kind of just mentally just letting go for once, you know, and not being so stuck on things. Uh, Scarlet and High, I'm not even going to describe why I named the title of that song, but um, once you see the visuals and stuff like that and you see the lyrics, you'll know why. (laughs) So how many being artists, how many instruments do you play? So right now I play just the piano. Um, I'm, I dab a little bit on the guitar, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little rusty on that. But the guitar and the piano have been kind of like my staple instruments that I've played for quite some time. Um, I'm really just a music reader, love to read music and, you know, look at how things can be composed differently. Just a very, you know, Beethoven state of mind. (laughs) So, yeah, but I love all kinds of instruments. One of my goals in the future is to collect every instrument that I possibly can. One of each. Damn. And I really want to like just play or try some instruments that are like from different countries that like Mm. no one's used like the kalimba or something or the handpan. Like you never hear these things, but they're like actual instruments and thinking about how you could do an orchestra of all of those crazy instruments and what sound it could have produced. Oh my gosh. Makes me excited when I'm have a mansion and stuff. I'm just going to boop. Last question I have for you is with taking risk and music. What's the most trouble you got into? Ooh, the most trouble. Oh my goodness. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a goody tissue, I'm not gonna lie. But as far as trouble, I'd probably have to say um a time when, <laughs> when I was working on an exclusive project with someone and the communication was completely off and I made a complete fool of myself and I'm I, I I blew up on him. <laughs> my mm. customer, I was like, what? you know, but I think that's the only time that I've ever actually like head on, like went like in conflict with somebody. Mm. I'm a pretty laid back person. I don't really get mad easily. You know what I mean? So like, if you do something, cross me some type of way. And I, and I'm like, I come out of character is for a good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we have anybody to shout out before we get out of here? Yes. First of all, shout out to you guys because thank you for giving, you know, a a platform for a lot of artists to, you know, speak their mind. Absolutely. Um, And also it's not easy interviewing people that you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate you guys being clutch with that because, you know, I can go off tangent a lot. I'm a talker. Anyway, um, also, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to King Cobra Productions as well as Daralina Productions. They are, um, you know, two different production teams that have come together to help me and a lot of other artists get out there from the Tampa scene. Um, you know, shout out to pretty much all of the promoters in Tampa talking about, you know, H, you know, I'm also talking about Tone Capone. There's a lot of people out there that are grinding, trying to get these artists out here. So 
mad thank you oh <laughs> thank you mad thank yous yes <laughs> cool yeah so that was Regina. We had a great conversation. We can go ahead Thank and get you. up out of here. We're, we're going to see you again when we have a, you know, a bigger space when we're all yeah. moving up in the world. And oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We bout it. And thank you again. I no appreciate problem, it. No problem. All right. Thank you guys for watching.